Hello and welcome to another episode of the True Growth Podcast. I am super excited to bring this new episode for you today because it's the first one for October. And if you've been listening in for a while, you'll know that each month I focus in on one specific area. And for October, it's going to be leading from the heart to master your productivity. And this is all going to be around finding some courage to really get productive as the last few months of 2020 remaining. You conquer your to-do list, you finish strong, and you know that this is the year that has been extraordinary for all the right reasons for you and your business, rather than all the wrong ones. Yes, we are still in the middle of the pandemic. And yes, it's really challenging to maintain high levels of energy, focus and determination with so much uncertainty. But I know is that change is part of our reality. Like it or not, it's always around us. I'm sitting here today and looking out of my window from my home office where I record the podcast I don't know if you've noticed, actually, I have dispensed with the duvet uh, cover sound muffling thing that I was using because it just quite frankly was really uncomfortable. And I would much rather speak to you from my heart, even if the quality of the sound is slightly impaired, whilst I'm looking out at the most amazing copper beech tree that hangs over my garden and I can see the blue sky which has appeared after the massive storm we had last night. Oh, on a side note, I went down to the beach first thing this morning and the waves, I'm not kidding, they must have been 12 foot high. It was amazing. I've not seen such a rage on the sea for a long time. And it was really quite refreshing. And, you know, it made me realise how quickly a storm can whip up and unsettle our lives, unsettle our hearts, and um, really that foam, it just turns to mush. And uh, when those storms start to rage around in our heads, we can soon start to look like the mush of the sea, you know, that kind of foamy, not quite like confused, um, just no real substance, you know, like lots of power, but not really going anywhere other than crashing like a heap on the floor. So uh, I wanted to bring you this episode today specifically about slaying your to-do list. So let's do this. Let's go to the show. Welcome to the True Growth Podcast with me, Viv Allen, success coach and trusted counsellor. Each week, I'm sharing with you the best of the tools, tips, and techniques I have learned in over 10 years of professional and personal development, designed to empower you to take courageous action in your business and in your life, so you can free up more time and earn more money. It is my mission to lead you towards your inevitable success on your terms, so you can live a more joy-filled life by connecting what's in your head with what's in your heart. If you're ready to live your life with more ease and fun, doing what you love with who you love, then this show is for you. Do you ever feel like you are drowning in paperwork? (laughs) 
it was really funny. Um, I was talking with a client uh, recently who was talking about her to-do list and she was actually talking about writing her Christmas card list. I know, it probably sounds like I'm swearing. But yes, she was worrying about her Christmas card list and I was wondering about to-do lists and how much pressure we can heap onto ourselves without even consciously doing it. Um, So I wanted to talk to you about slaying that to-do list and how to stop masturbating and to start doing. I've got my friend and I often talk about when we're sitting having a prolonged coffee on our early morning walk, um, we must go and do something. And she says to me, let's stop masturbating and go do. And it's like, okay, yeah, let's start doing it. But <laughs> sometimes those moments when we are pausing, reflecting, perhaps soaking up our morning before we get to it with the workload ahead, it can feel like we're squandering time. And let's face it, we could be. It could be that we're just making that coffee last a little bit longer than it needs to because we are procrastinating um, about getting going. So I want to come up with a tip, um, some techniques for you there to, to stop that procrastination and nip it in the bud. And of course, how to feel good, how to be on top of your workload every single day. So you can feel great because it's going back to that Client conversation I was having about the the Christmas card list, and the reason that came up was because she was feeling completely overwhelmed, exhausted, stressed, and like she didn't feel like she was ever achieving anything, that she wasn't didn't have things under her control, and that generally she had a sense of feeling done to rather than being in the driving seat. And I just I don't want that for you. That's just not happening on my watch, I'm afraid. There are ways we can get around this, my lovely. So you feel on top of your to-do list. Let's face it, it's never going to end a bit like that tide. It always comes in and it always goes out. So if the to-do list is like the magic porridge pot that's never going to end, how do we put the lid on it? How do we put it in a place where we feel we're in control of the heat and how much porridge we produce. That's a strange metaphor. I've gone from the sea to porridges. Sorry about that, guys, but probably going to continue along that vein. So stick with me as we go on this journey to discover how to slay your to-do list. I was um, out at the tennis court recently and one of my friends looked down at my laces, which had come undone again. And uh, she said, do you want to know how to tie your laces? I'm like, come on, I'm 50. I know how to tie my laces. Well, at least I thought I did. And then she taught me a new way to tie my laces that was not only tidy and very neat, it is a fail-safe way to make sure they never come undone. I loved it. Now, I stuck with that new um, method for a few days. And I even shared what I'd learned with others, which is, as you know, I love to do. And then I found myself slipping back into my old habit. (laughs) You see, I am work in progress too, you know. 
Uh, so despite the fact that I got taught something new, the resistance I had to persistently and consistently focusing on implementing that change until it became really part of how I literally tied my shoes every day. (laughs) I'm chuckling because it is so funny, isn't it? Why are we resistant to the things that are good for us? I just, it's just, that's why I love what I do. Human beings, we are absolutely fascinating, aren't we? And the way our minds work. Anyway, let's just start with how to slay your to-do list. Tip number one. Okay, so first question I have to ask you is, when you've written that list, I get to challenge you to be completely honest. <laughs> Thinking about my client with their Christmas card list in September. Um, does it all have to be done? Does it all have to be done? Does it all have to be done now? And if it all has to be done, that's kind of a yes and no answer. Because when we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. Now, that's a fantastic quote from Wayne Dyer. And from my client's perspective at the top end of our call, she felt that all of the things on the to-do list were definitely had to be done, definitely had to be done now, and they were definitely only she could do them. But of course, what we did is we worked through the feelings that were behind that, the things that were driving her to that belief. And of course, with a little bit of exploration and a little bit of gentle questioning around that, we were able to uncover things that have previously been unconscious in her mind as drivers. And these things are core messages that we pick up somewhere along the line that really start to drive our behaviours and our thoughts. And of course, our thoughts create our reality. So we have to start to change things up to change our reality. And that means changing our thoughts, which can lead us to change our beliefs because we get new evidence. So whilst I thought I was tying my shoelaces in the best possible way, the evidence part for me was not so much because my shoelaces were undone on the court. And yet with trial and error and try and try again, I was able to manage to implement a new system which is fail safe, gets me the results faster, looks neat and tidy and it works. Now, I know I confess to lapsing, but I'm willing to persist and try again. And that's often the journey. You know, it's not a linear sort of A to B route in life. We Sometimes we meander, we take an odd path here and there. And sometimes there are setbacks. And 2020 may have been a major setback for you and your business. But that's okay because we've got time to regroup, recharge, restore and go at it again. But we have to get clear about what's important, what's really important and what's really on your to-do list. So I quite often work with clients and get them to write down every single task that they have to do. And then I get them to reassess that and categorize it into things that can be deleted, they can be delegated, or they do have to be done. Even when you have an actual to-do list that's realistically shaped around the important things for your business strategy, not 
the things you might initially think that are important. So um, (laughs) refining the wording on your website, for example, is not nearly as important as making that follow-up sales call. But it's that curious way that our minds work. It will tell you that you've got to get the wording right before you do the follow-up. (laughs) But anyway, that's another topic for another day. But I would like to remind you here of that lovely system of using the grid system, the urgent and important. You may have come across this before, if particularly if you've had any corporate background. But there are, if you take a piece of paper, divide it into four, you've got your corners. You can say what's urgent, what's important, what's important and urgent, what's urgent and important. Now, they are all slightly different and that is really important because once you start to get your actual to-do list and start categorizing it, you might begin to notice a pattern emerging, a pattern about what you think is urgent and important, which is probably everything to start with. Once you start to tease it apart a little bit, you can start to get some space and reduce your to-do list because what is an optimum number of items to do each day. I don't know how about you. Tell me, I'd love to know. How many things do you put on your to-do list at the beginning of every day? 10? (laughs) Do you carry forward the to-dos from yesterday? So then you start with a list of 20? I challenge you to get your to-do list down to three things. Three tasks that have to be done that day that are both important and urgent. I would obviously then want to challenge you to maybe think about three important goals or priorities for that day. And when you start to put your to-do list down into such a small, manageable, realistic bite size, you're going to start to feel in control and empowered again. So here's another tip for you. Emails are not your to-do list. Do not repeat step back from, please stand back from the inbox. (laughs) So many people will hit their desk, start their day by checking the inbox, at which point their to-do list is just multiplied by the hundred of emails that just come in. And guess what? Your top goals and priorities for the day evaporate instantly. The three tasks that you had to do that day, I guarantee you, five o'clock, you'll be going, oh my God, I didn't get that stuff done I was going to do for me today. So stand back from the inbox. Your email list is not your to-do list. (laughs) Okay. Emails and answering emails goes into a specific block of time at a certain time in your day or week. Okay. So number one tip to slaying your to-do list Cut it down to three tasks each day that have to be done and three goals or priorities for that day. This might be people you need to connect with, follow-ups or projects that you'll just need to nudge forward so that you know you're working towards your goals every day. Tip number two. Okay, this is about the whole... um, the thing that stops you, that kind of, you know, that was talking about the masturbating, the sort of, um, I want to do this, but I don't want to do this. So maybe I'll do this first and then I'll build up to that thing. And then I'll go around the houses a little bit and then, oh dear, I've run out of time. I haven't been able to get that task done today. 
What I would encourage you to do is think about making a love sandwich. Okay, so if you've got tasks that are always on your list and don't seem to drop off and you've already assessed them and you can't delegate or delete them, they're definitely something you have to do. Then what I'd encourage you to do is put them in a love sandwich. So do something you love to do. So for me, that's connecting, always connecting with my clients or connecting um, with, with you guys here on the podcast, anything like that. So I love to do something that's connecting a nice piece of um, reaching out to others and connecting with them. That would be my thing. I would do that first. And the thing I like to avoid, don't tell my accountant, um, is my paperwork relating to the accounts part of my business. (laughs) It's always in my diary. I have got a block of time for doing my finances and it's the one thing which I will skirt around and dilly-dally and maybe try to avoid. However, that was until I discovered the love sandwich. So now what I do, and it's um, actually Fridays I'm recording it and Friday's my finance day, Friday for fun. Do you see how I did there? So I do all my social media connecting sort of stuff on a Friday because also Friday feels like a really sociable day. So I do all my connection. Then I will go and I set the timer and I do my finance. And I, after that block of time is over, I go out to play because I love to play. Everyone who knows me knows that I really enjoy having fun and making fun in my day, creating some form of adventure So I will usually finish that block of work and then go out with the dog down to the beach or um, maybe even just go for a skip around the garden. I know it sounds crazy, but actually there is nothing like skipping to lighten your heart and to shake off the drudgery of doing something like finance. Sorry to all the accountants out there. I know you guys love it. Just not necessarily my fave thing to do. Anyway, so that's tip number two. (laughs) make stop masturbating and make a love sandwich and then tip number three okay this is again links into my favorite thing to do which is to spend time playing now as the autumn is starting to approach i start to turn my attention to wanting to snuggle up on the sofa in the afternoons reading a good book with a nice hot cup of tea and perhaps a slice of freshly baked cake. Uh, Not doing my paperwork, as you know, already. That's not my fave thing to do. But, you know, I'm a business owner too, so I recognise I have to be grown up about this and sometimes there are things I have to do in my business. But ultimately, I like my businesses to support me and my lifestyle. Because I know when I feel at ease, then I shine. And when I shine, my clients can shine too, because I bring that sunshine to everything I do. So in order to help you feel good and on top of your workload every day, I'm going to suggest something quite radical, but absolutely I have found it a complete game shifter for me. And that is to start your day with fun stuff for you block out as non-negotiable time, your time. Now, if you're a business owner that isn't able to spend full time and not every hour of your day is yours because you have other commitments, I get it. But also absolutely urge you and tell you, I totally believe it's within your power to carve out 20 minutes 
every morning to do something fun that you love, whether that is snuggling up on the sofa, reading a book for 10 minutes with a cup of tea and enjoying your coffee, flicking through a magazine, anything that you would, I mean, a really good idea to to try and find and get in touch with the things that will make you feel relaxed and feel like you have owned your day is to think about the sorts of things you crave to do on holiday. So, you know, that might be sitting around having the luxury to uh, read a book or maybe it's having the luxury to sit and have a chat with friends and drink coffee. Um, Whatever that is for you, however that looks to you, that's the feeling you want to create from this activity. And I would really recommend you spending 20 minutes at the beginning of your day at the least, uh, depending on how much time you have available between childcare responsibilities and other family responsibilities. as um, But 20 minutes a day doing stuff that you absolutely love and that feels luxurious to you, like a, the luxury of having an abundance of time. Because when you do that, you are going to feel on top of your workload because it's not like your workload's drowned you. It's not drowned out all the things you want to do and all the fun you had planned for your day and all the time you want to spend just doing you or or building relationships or spending time with your loved ones. And we all know that work will expand to fill the time available. So if you cut down the amount of time you're allowing for work, I guarantee you're going to be more productive when you get to the work. Because you're not going to have time to faff. You're going to want to get it done so you can get out to play. So just to summarise how to slay your to-do list. Stop masturbating. If you've got tasks you don't like to do, wrap them up in a love sandwich. Do something you love. You know, the part of your business you really enjoy doing. Put the timer on. You know, if then say for 45 minutes, when that buzzer goes, switch activities, spend 45 minutes doing the task you don't like doing, the part of your business that needs to be done and only you can do it, but the bit you always try to avoid, set the timer again, another 45 minutes. And then after that, go out for 45 minutes and do what you love. Again, this can be business related activities. Everyone I know who sets up their own business, does it because there's parts of their business that they love. They want the creative, they want to, you know, if you're an artist and you like making things, you know, that's what you want to do. You don't necessarily want to do all the marketing or all the HR or all the admin, all the payroll and all of that other stuff that comes with being a business owner. But that's the way it is. That's reality of every every task in life. There's going to be parts we don't like, the mundane and the everyday. But that's okay if you can make it fun by wrapping it in a love sandwich. Use that system for urgent and important. And remember, your email list is not your to-do list. Whatever is in your inbox does not direct your day. You direct your day by deciding what the three most important tasks are for your day, right tip top. And also by deciding on the three goals or priorities that you want to work on that day. Once they've been achieved, that's the time to address your inbox. Now remember, someone else's version of urgent and important is not necessarily yours. So remember that not everything that's on your to-do list is yours to do. 
So feel free to push back, to delegate or simply refuse to do. And then I guess the um, third thing that we covered was, of course, blocking time for you. That is a non-negotiable time because that is what you will help you to feel good. If you have made sure your you as you being the number one priority, the top of your to-do list, not the thing that gets dropped off the bottom at the end of the day. I have so many people tell me, I again, another, I'm going off on a tangent, I was going to finish, but just quickly, another client was talking with her and uh, she was like, I'm really, really busy working loads. And, and in her particular industry, I totally get that because um, she's in travel and that has obviously been so severely impacted uh, by uh, this pandemic. I totally get where she was coming from with her, um, you know, feeling overwhelmed and how much she had to do. But I was talking with her and we were talking about how she could get time for herself. And I gave her that tip about, okay, just spend 20 minutes, 20 minutes every day, just doing something you want to do, just sitting still, reading a magazine, having a coffee, something. And uh, I checked in with her a few days later, which is kind of part of what I do. And uh, how are you getting on? How are you getting on with your 20 minutes? She said, I haven't found time yet. I said, okay, let's pair this back. Okay, 20 minutes is too much. Let's find two. Yes, two minutes, two minutes. I can do two minutes. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to put two minutes at the end of my day. Nope, that still didn't happen. And again, it wasn't until she brought it to the front end before she got going on her work day that those two minutes became three and the three minutes became five. And eventually she was able to spend 20 minutes on what mattered to her. And that is taking care of you, my loves, because without you, nothing's going to get done. So you've got to take care of you first. It's the most important thing as a business owner. Um, Lots of people who listen, I know are mums as well and dads. You know, you've got other people who are dependent on you. They rely on your bounce, your zip, your energy, your positivity. And I know you guys want to shine. You know, these are challenging times, but there is still fun to be had. If you want a hand slaying your to-do list and some of the ideas I've spoken about today have triggered some of your emotions and thoughts about, (laughs) oh yeah, just how overwhelmed you really feel, then please do reach out for some help because I have designed for you a special steps to success workbook. And through those steps, I will be with you every single step of the way as you learn how to slay your to-do list. In the workbook, I will guide you one step at a time on how to reassess what you need to do, what you want to do, and what you love to do. And of course, it is through taking persistent, continuous, focused action that you will design your life as you want it to be. I totally believe that you can have success on your terms. Sometimes we have to invest time to make time. 
So I am offering that workbook to you free of charge if you want to. I think we're going to drop it in the um, show notes so you can click through from there. Otherwise, just get in touch with me, vivallen.com, and I'd be more than happy to help you and assist you along your journey to slaying your to-do list so that you can do more of what you love with who you love every single day. Until next time, my loves, enjoy. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed today's show, I would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and leave me a review. And to show my appreciation, each month I will be randomly selecting one reviewer to win a free coaching call. Simply leave your review for a chance to win. How good is that? 